Welcome to The Ambitious Introvert, the leading growth and development podcast for the estimated 56% of us who recharge by going inwards. Our purpose is to help you manage your social battery and own your energy so you can reach your true potential in your business, your career, or your life. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, a former air traffic controller, entrepreneur, and a success coach with over 15 years experience. I've supported hundreds of introverts like you who dream big and are ready to take action towards making those dreams a reality without compromising their energy in the process. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing tips, tricks, and hacks on how to build your resilience, master your mindset, and cultivate self-leadership. Skills that will help you reach your goals without trying to be someone that you're not. We'll also be sharing valuable lessons and insights from our own personal experiences, all focused on one thing, helping you own your energy to reach your potential. Hello, welcome back to The Ambitious Introvert. I'm Emma Louise and happy end of February. We are already almost two months through the year, which is insane. But as I was doing my kind of monthly reflection, it did give me the inspiration to record this episode because I feel like for me anyway, the year has gone so quickly and looking back on where I've been focused and what I've been doing reminded me that I know so many of you love a behind the scenes episode and I haven't done one for a long, long time. Uh, Actually, when I look back at podcast stats for last year, the behind the scenes episodes were some of the most downloaded after the How I Think About series that I did, which was about a year ago, if you didn't tune into that. I just shared very randomly my thoughts on things like marketing, my thoughts on being an introvert, my thoughts on mindset. And that one was, those were obviously super popular. They were five of the top downloaded um, episodes. But I used to do a lot more behind the scenes and I haven't done it for a while. So I thought I would give you a little life update and let you know what's been going on for me and what's been going on here at The Ambitious Introvert. So Whether you've been here a while or you're new or maybe you dip in and out and you sometimes listen to the podcast, something that happened last year is I decided to move the focus of the ambitious introvert away from solely online business. For about three and a half years previous to that, the brand had existed as kind of a business coaching brand for ambitious introverts, service providers, online business owners who wanted to grow their business. And my background is obviously more of a mindset, personal development, life coaching space. But combining that with everything that I had learned on my own business journey of, you know, founding and growing the ambitious introvert, especially as a one three in human design, it just blended so beautifully that I learned and experimented and then shared that with other people i.e. my clients and anyone that was listening to the podcast. And it was really great. And then it became very obvious last year that that phase of, of business that had suited me really well was not what I was meant to be doing and was not lighting me up in the same way. So I had a lot of reflection time last year. And from about May to October, it took about that long for me to, to start to identify what actually do I want to be offering. The clients that I work with 
Who gets the best results? What am I doing with those clients? What kind of things are we focusing on? And, you know, it's been quite a process to distill all of this down, but ultimately it was mindset, energy, personal development, rather than actual business strategy. So back in October, I closed all of my group programs down. I stopped running the Ambitious Introvert Academy. I closed the Quiet Power Mastermind down as a business mastermind. And since then, I have been working solely with one-on-one private clients. And actually, I have not really been selling or or promoting. You know, I have some an amazing roster of clients, which is great. And so it's given me the time and space to really feel into what's next for the brand and what I want to be offering. Something I will note here, a personal story. I joined a membership a few weeks ago and on the membership sales page, it said something about, oh, because of this membership, I've been able to stop working with private clients because this membership sustains me fully now or something like that. And I'm like, okay, great. And then the same week I was listening to a podcast and the host went, I mean, obviously I don't work with private clients anymore. Uh, but when I did, this used to come up. And I, then I saw something in a Facebook group. They always come in threes, right? It was like, join this mastermind. This is the only way to get access to me because I don't work with clients one-on-one and blah, blah, blah. And it's funny that it's such a big flex in the online space to be able to say, oh, my business is so successful that I, I don't see clients anymore. And like, this is the only way you can work with me or I'm making so much money in this thing. Um, that I I don't need to do client work. I love (laughs) one-on-one. I love working with clients one-on-one. It's like my favorite way. I can't imagine having a business where I didn't have one-on-one clients. Um, And, you know, obviously there's um, a premium price that that comes with that. So I want to have other things in my product suite to support people, which I'll talk about later. But it just made me laugh that it's, it's this big flex. And I definitely felt this pressure as a you know, growing and scaling business owner a few years ago, where it was like, well, you, you need to do one-to-many and you need to have less one-on-one and and all of this. And it's like, there's some shame if you're like having one-on-one clients. And I'm like, no, this is the dream. I love this. So, anyway, that is just an aside. So that was October, which is actually quite a long time ago now. Um, and there's definitely a time I would have panicked that I hadn't got everything perfect and sorted and rushed out and, you know, wasn't launching the next offer already. Um, But actually, I've had to give myself a lot of grace with this, um, partly because of what my November and December were like. So November was an extremely sociable month. I should not complain about that. It was wonderful. But I knew that it was going to take a toll on me. And I knew that I would need some serious recovery time. So first weekend of November, a good friend of mine was over from overseas to celebrate her birthday. So there were four of us spent the weekend together in London celebrating that. Then I was back a few days later because a dear client of mine was over all the way from California and I couldn't pass up that opportunity to hang out with her in person and do one of her sessions in person and have dinner. So that was amazing. Then I met up with another friend in London and got to hang out. And then two very good friends of mine who you will have heard them both on the podcast if you've listened for a while, Emily Walker and Pomisha Stanya. 
were both over in London at the same time from Canada. So again, I went to London for a few days to hang out with them in person, which was amazing. And all of that, like I just knew, I knew how I was going to feel because that is a lot of people in for me. And I had to weigh that up with, do I want to do all of these things? And ultimately I did. Ultimately, even knowing that I would be pretty exhausted from getting the train back and forth to London, being in the city. And, you know, if you've ever been to London in November, it's wild because Christmas lights are on, everyone's shopping for Christmas and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, this is the, this is about owning your energy. This is what I mean when I talk about it. I understood the consequences of those actions and I decided that the actions were worth the consequences. So it was a very people-heavy month. And then in December, I literally socialized once. There was one thing with a friend that I haven't seen for a while. I was like, that's it. I'm not doing anything else. I turned down a lot of things. You know, a friend of mine said, oh, we must meet up in December. I haven't seen you for ages. I was like, no, January. (laughs) No, 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 nothing in December. So again, you know, it's just a reminder of protecting our energy. And I said no to probably two or three people that I really like spending time with in December and just said, no, can we schedule now for January? Which we did. So that was great. And then in December, as well as having my, you know, recharge time and not going into London and not going into the city on the train, I I got COVID for the third time, which the third time's a charm, they say. And I have to admit the first two times I definitely got off lightly. The first time I did get long haul COVID, so I did feel very, very tired for about three or four months afterwards. But the actual like acute illness period was like a cold. And the second time, the same. Two days, I felt okay. This time, it wiped me. It went from me feeling absolutely fine at midday on a Sunday to seven o'clock in the evening going, I need to get into bed and not leave in bed for eight days. It was, it was actually scary how quickly it came on. And I had the full-on fever, like shakes and shivers and sweats and couldn't eat and and all of the things. And of course, this was the week before Christmas. This was all over Christmas and New Year. I'd scheduled myself three whole weeks off from the business for the first time. And I had zero rest because I was sick. So it it was interesting. And it has definitely taken a lot of January to kind of get back into to feeling human again. And just as I was getting there, I was just was crawling out of it like the second week of January, I got food poisoning. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, you can make this up. Literally, the first, it was the first day back, first day back in the business and I got food poisoning. So anyway, that has been good. I've been prioritising my health. I've been prioritising, you know, getting out and moving. I'm still not fully back to exercising, but I'm walking a lot. I've been having infrared saunas. I've been you know, supplementing and eating all the good stuff and just uh, prioritizing sleep and all of those things that help us recover. And then I got into February and I was eating a beautiful cookie from my local coffee shop. It was delicious. It wasn't hard and crunchy and it wasn't soft and too gooey and sticky. It was just the perfect, it was a perfect cookie until I felt something hard in it. I was like, "Hmm, what's that? That was about a third of one of my molar teeth. So I'd literally just fallen off in my mouth. So much of February has been 
taken up at the dentist, three visits to get some reconstruction on that and get that kind of patched up and yeah, all of the things. So it's, I'm laughing now. I I wasn't laughing during any of this, but of course you look back and you just think, oh, this is crazy. So they say it comes in threes, COVID food poisoning and tooth falling, breaking off, falling off. So I'm going to, I'm going to see it that I'm done now. Anyway, February has been a slightly unusual month for me in that I've been working a lot more than I would. I've been in front of the laptop a lot more than I would because next week I am going on my first trip to the States since 2019 and I'm going for an entire month. So I'm incredibly excited. And February has really been setting the business up so that I can have minimal input while I'm away. I've been scheduling clients so that I can have just two call days in the entire month. Obviously, I'll still check in on Slack, but you know, in terms of logistical freedom, I wanted to have the freedom while I'm away to be able to go off and explore and you know, do things for a day and not worry about the calls being all spread out and having to get back. So I got super intentional with that scheduling. I've been patching the podcast, obviously, because I'm not going to be taking the mic or anything with me while I'm away. So doing all of these things really to prep and get everything set up. And yes, it's taken a bit of a bigger lift during this month, but I know it's going to be like so worth it. And also pro scheduling stroke organization tip here. I get back the first week of April. I know I'm going to be jet lagged. So I've actually, rather than making sure everything's created and scheduled out for March, I've done it till the middle of April. And I've done that so that I know I can get back and have a little bit of breathing space and I don't have to worry about jumping into things straight away. So if you're wondering what I'm doing, I am I'm going to Texas. I am going to be in Austin for a weekend and I'm going to be in Austin for another weekend at the end of the month because my flights are in and out of there. But for the majority of the time, I am going to stay with my amazing friend, Jordan Shonda King, who again, you may well know from the podcast. Jordan came over to London for a week last year and came to stay and we went off to Wimbledon and did all the fun things. So this year it's my turn to go visit her. And especially as she will be about six months pregnant, we figured that it was probably best if I go visit her at home. So I'm going to go and stay and live with her and her family for an entire month, which I'm incredibly grateful and excited about. So I am going to be like a North Dallas local for all of all of the month. Um, so I will be sure to share that obviously on Instagram stories. So if you are connected with me over there, do watch out. And if not, then head over and connect at Emma Lou Parks on IG. Link is in the show notes as well. So yeah, so my February has been kind of crazy, but like I say, it's all worth it because I know that I'm going to be able to relax so much more while I'm away and know that everything is still looked after in the business. So what is to come? I've I've given you from October to February and what's happening in March. What else is to come? So I have been deeply into numerology this year. I've been into it probably for about four or five years and dipped in and out, but I feel very drawn to it this year as a system. And something that we have in our numerology is a personal year. And my personal year this year is a year four. And 
you have cycles from one to nine and they all have different meanings and different energies behind them. And the year four is all about systems and foundations and structure and routines and, you know, all of all of that good stuff. And, you know, it, it is very accurate to what I'm doing because I'm, like I say, I'm still working on looking at ways of supporting you that are not just one-on-one. I am looking at ways that I can bring more joy back into my marketing. I have been very quiet generally in marketing. I've been, you know, this is the beauty of having a podcast. I can use the podcast as the main marketing tool. But, you know, I don't really know what it looks like for social media for me right now. Um, Even my email newsletter, I like, has, has that lost joy? What do I need to bring to it? What else can I do? So I'm kind of just sitting with these things and looking at, what can I try and what can we put in place and what foundations and, and systems and things do we need to adopt into the business and what is going to work long term? And, you know, we're looking at funnels, Facebook ads, all of these different things. So it's quite an exciting time. And that's how I've chosen to focus on it. I could focus and say, oh, nothing sorted. I don't know what I'm doing. The perfectionist in me could be really impatient and going, you know, oh, you're leaving money on the table or, oh, you should be doing this by now or all of these things, you know. And I'm like, no, this is exciting. I feel like it's a time of opportunity. And I can also see so clearly looking back, which is always the way, how everything that I've done in the business since 2019, I needed to do and learn from to bring me to where I am today. And it's so obvious. I can see it all so clearly. And I'm like, oh, it's like that was a testing ground. And for me to experience and learn very deeply about my clients and learn very deeply about myself and how I operate as a coach and what I love to do and what I hate to do and all of these things that without that experience, I would never have known. And now it's like I've been handed all of this amazing information to be able to kind of iterate and innovate and build the next chapter of the ambitious introvert with. Yeah, it's exciting times and look out, things will be coming. I'm not sure what at the moment. But like I say, for now, I am still supporting clients one-on-one in a private client capacity. If you're listening and you're like, yes, I think that support might be for me, then do book a call. The link is in the show notes. You can reach out. I would absolutely love to chat to you. Whether you are an entrepreneur and you know that as an introvert, your energy and your mindset has a massive impact on the success of your business and you want to get clear on that. Or whether you're a professional or executive, again, as an introvert, you know that you're going to have to do things a little bit differently to be able to create the kind of success that you want in your career without exhausting yourself, then please feel free to book a call. I would absolutely love to chat to you and learn more about you. Obviously, no obligation whatsoever. The link is in the show notes. And if not, stay tuned. I will be sharing over the coming months different ways to support you that I'm really excited about kind of finalizing over the next few months. But in the meantime, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this little behind the scenes catch up. And I will be back through the whole of March with some amazing guests and some more solo episodes. So thanks again for being here. Stay energized and I'll see you soon. 
thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope that you're feeling expanded to what's possible for you, motivated to take action and inspired about how you can start to own your energy. I share even more tools and resources on my introverts only email newsletter. By signing up, you not only get early access to the ambitious introvert products and services, but you also get brand new podcast episodes delivered straight to your inbox every Monday, meaning you'll never miss your weekly dose of introvert-friendly inspiration. Sign up now at theambitiousintrovert.com newsletter or click the link in the show notes. See you next week.